Hi, I'm Mike Morris. Welcome to another episode of Open Mic with Kevin Dietz. And today's guest is Dean Glazer. Dean is a young fighter. He's had one fight under his belt. He's got another one coming. You're going to learn about his um, discipline and how he gets ready for these fights and why he's boxing and not going off getting a job or going to college and doing all those other fun things. So you're not going to want to miss this episode. So stay tuned. Joining us this morning is Mike Morse and Corey's top journey. Mike Morse. Mike Morse is in here to tell us about the backpack giveaway. Adapt and adapt and change things up a little bit every year. Welcome to another episode of Open Mic. I'm here with Kevin Dietz, and our guest today is Dean Glazer. Welcome to the show, Dean. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So, Dean, I've known Dean for many, many years. Um, his father's a very good friend of mine, and we were having lunch next week, and I was uh, learning about what he was up to. He just graduated Seaholme High School like a minute and a half ago. Yeah, class of 19. Just- and most kids your age are going to college, getting getting jobs, doing something like that, right? Especially kids from middle class and upper middle class, Birmingham, Bloomfield families, Jewish kids, good looking six foot plus tall kids are are doing something um, like that, something traditional, but not him. So tell tell our audience and tell Kevin Dietz here what what you want to be when you grow up. Um, so, uh, I would like to be a professional fighter in boxing and MMA is my, is my goal. And, uh, I've been seeing that a lot with like new school fighters being able to go to and from sports. And that's something that I definitely would like to like put all my effort into. So we're going to talk about the difference between boxing and MMA. And I actually had no idea you could do both. So we're going to get into that Dean, but you know, how many years, you know, when did you start? What was the first time you boxed or did MMA? Um, well, if we're going like back to when I was like a little kid, I grew up playing, uh, football and stuff. And I believe my dad, he did a lot of jujitsu and, um, he got me into the gi and like, that's just like the uniform that you kind of wear. And I tried that for, I think a few weeks and didn't really like it. It didn't stick. Um, I ended up going to school and like, you know, getting into other sports like lacrosse. And I played that for many years. Um, I got to Groves high school. And to be honest with you, I just like, I felt like I couldn't defend myself. I had a couple altercations here and there. And I just realized I'm like, this is something I really am like interested in learning some sort of martial art. And um, I had a friend, uh, a really good friend of mine at the time who was a state wrestler. And he got me into wrestling, got on the team. And (laughs) I'll never, ever forget. I walk up the stairs and I I didn't think I was training that day. And uh, I had just gotten in trouble or something in the hallway. And then coach, uh, the wrestling coach is like, hey, What's your name, Dean? Okay, come up here with these guys. And these guys are like half my size. I'm like, um, what are these, what are they gonna do? You know, I'm like right. six foot two at least. <laughs> and uh, in sophomore year, it's right. way. Yeah. And then what happened? <laughs> I wanna hear what happened at the end of the story. What happened was <laughs> I got uh, cradled. <laughs> to anybody that doesn't know what uh, like cradle is, it's probably a really uncomfortable, probably one of the most uncomfortable positions you could be put in in wrestling, where like they just got your head and your leg, and you're pretty much like kissing your own knee, whether you like it or not. And I was not flexible at the time, so I like got my butt whooped that that whole practice by guys yeah. half your size, half my size, or even smaller. <laughs> I love that story. <laughs> yeah, even smaller. So I was like, oh man, like. Like, all right, humble down a little bit. Like, oh, there's something <laughs> to fabulous. learn here. Yeah, and you so. went in there cocky, like, I was going to take care of these kids. Yeah, yeah. Like, I've always been respectful, but in my head, I was thinking, like, no way they're going to do <laughs> what they're doing to each other, to me. And I was like, even seeing it, okay, I'm not going to let that happen. 
and it happens again and again and again. <laughs> so I was like, okay. <laughs> so you did the wrestling team your sophomore year? Yeah, I did the wrestling team sophomore year. I wrestled JV at 189 pounds, and then I actually went undefeated for a long time. I wrestled a lot of like decent guys. It was my first year ever even in any sort of like competitive martial art. So I think I did pretty well. I enjoyed it more than anything mm -hmm. I've ever done, and uh, just kind of caught like a bug for competition. Just wanted to keep going. Well, how do you go from wrestling to boxing and MMA? Um, so I got into the wrestling and I started watching a lot of uh, pro like wrestlers uh, and um, I loved like f like action movies. So I always like would watch, uh, not like I was really into the Bruce Lee's, but Ninja Turtles, okay, Power Rangers, <laughs> stuff like that. They had so some moves. I knew that they had kicks and everything. I really wanted to do like a bunch of stuff. I couldn't make my mind up. Taekwondo, you wanted to be a kicker. Karate. You wanted to kick. Yeah, I wanted to do just about anything I could. So I was like, all right. I talked to my dad, of course, he comes from a jiu-jitsu background. I grew up in the gym watching him do his thing. So I'm like, I'm going to learn this. And I started getting into looking up UFC fighters and stuff like that, watching fights. And I'm like, yeah, I can do this for sure. Just like, I mean, I wonder if I can do it, but I feel like I can do it. So started training in uh, jiu-jitsu and then competing and stuff. And I mean, since then I, I started boxing and I've had a, uh, I've had one fight, so I'm amateur boxer, like one and zero, and my main goal right now is boxing. But I just like I love every part of fighting, so it's like the grappling, the striking, everything. So, so I know a little bit about things like jujitsu and MMA. Be from now, I've never done it, but one of my good good friends, Jason Wechter, owns the Mash, is it Mash Up or Mash Mash yeah, Mash, Mash Gym me, yeah. in Redford, I believe, and um, so he's explained it to me. But why don't you explain to Kevin and our audience? the difference between or what jujitsu is, what MMA is? Um, so jujitsu is, uh, and forgive me if I'm not 100% correct on this, but the Gracie family uh, really originated like Gracie jujitsu. And that was like the fundamental ground fighting, submission grappling, where guys were taking people to the ground twice their size and the small guy was always winning. He was winning via arm bar, triangle, whatever they could. And these are just um, submissions on the ground to get your opponent to either tap out or if they don't they either break an arm or go to sleep and there's a uh, lot of you know logistics and a lot of creativity and a lot of um, maneuvering and thinking um, through this process isn't there I mean these are these are smart people you got to be yeah. smart to do this yeah that's and like a, what are they gonna do and I'm gonna do this and then I'm gonna counter with this and <laughs> I mean that's how Jason explains it to me and it's pretty fascinating yeah because like, you don't have to be huge nope you're saying some of the smallest guys can win. Yeah, yeah, I get I get uh, handled all the time by smaller guys, <laughs> all the time. Yeah, and like, you know, and then you have your good days, bad days, but regardless, jujitsu is jujitsu. So you spend your time on the mat, you're going to get good. So jujitsu is not f traditional fighting. You're not in a ring. You're you're. They call it what do they call it? rolling? Um, yeah, ro yeah, rolling. So you know, you kind of just. Is it's like little mini competitions between you and whoever? Um, yeah, so like if you, uh, I guess like walking into like a jujitsu practice, uh, average day is probably, um, you go in, you maybe like run around a circle, do some stretches and some, something called shrimping where you, where you lay on the ground. It's where like if you're on the bottom in a fight where you create space to either get up or get to your guard, just uh, an advantage point like on mm -hmm. the ground so you create space by shrimping you practice stuff like that how do you how to fall to minimize the impact and you just kind of warm up with stuff that you'll do every day and um and then every day is different usually like a teacher will be in there show move work and then uh yeah so like every day is usually different but based on like the same concepts like 
you know, whether it's half guard or side control. If you do that on Monday, usually like on Wednesday, they'll be like going over the same thing. So jujitsu is, it's, it's, is it kind of like, how does it relate to like a karate or a, you know, judo or something like that? Um, well, I would say with the, with the throws and stuff that you learn a judo, uh, well, judo is a lot of like throws in it. And a lot of times in jujitsu practice, you'll be uh, practicing a lot of a lot of trips and throws that are like judo based too. Are you so, are you punching in jujitsu? You're not punching in jujitsu uh, or kicking. No, no, no punching, kicking, or no like attacking with any limbs uh, uh, or biting or anything crazy. But you you will like grab like you can grab the material. Uh, this isn't in, in the gi jujitsu. There's also no gi jujitsu where I could just go on a t-shirt and shorts and and wrestle, but you can't grab in that. So yeah, you would just grab and use like advantage, uh, like choking, choking or hold somebody down a certain way where like the gi really helps you, and that's what I like about the gi jujitsu. And and jujitsu does does the does the match, for lack of a better word, is it end when the other person you said is is is, you didn't say this tapped it, out, pin, tapped out, pinned to the ground, uh, back shoulders down on the ground. Is that so? So enough? that's like a wrestling thing for okay. sure. Like uh, in wrestling, uh, the match will end if you're pinned. So like okay. two shoulders on the ground for I think what maybe well I think right away, but usually like if you hold it there for a couple seconds, you'll right. get the pin. Um, in jujitsu, it's always good to get somebody on their back. It's not necessarily like uh, like how how you could you know like the only place you could finish the fight you can tap somebody out then the match is over oh so like you um, don't have to be in your back you could be tied up in another way yeah you could be tied anywhere like anywhere there's a lot of submissions from I think any position that I've ever been in like there's usually somebody that knows even in the class somebody would be like ah oh, you know I know I know something to do to that and you're like wow okay like you know so that's that's so, also a cool wait wait, wait so Dean you're just like you're tied up <laughs> you tap out and then somebody says to you hey next time you're in that hold do this nice nice training right? partners will show you that yes so that's awesome yeah so you're really learning cool. so right it's one of those things that you're, you're always learning it sounds like yes always learning and you're um learning about like the other person too because uh a lot of times a lot like you know everybody's there to learn right so you know it, it's fighting it can get like a little intense sometimes but everybody's really really respectful uh anywhere i've really come across and especially at mash uh at mash gym that's where i train at for uh jujitsu right now and People are people are pretty cool there. What role does strength play in it? Do you, do you have to be strong, or is it more just knowing the moves and, and knowing how to react or how to read somebody? Um, I would say strength plays a big factor because, I mean, if you're strong and you have like a solid, let's say you're you're stuck in an arm bar. I mean, common sense is if you could really like you know keep your arm up, if you're really good at curling and you could keep it up, then you could probably work yourself out of submission easier. But there's also like a lot of technique that goes into it where you know, you could be not that strong and really, really be on top of your game. So both, I, I would say strength is a big advantage. It's not a necessity, but. So is, do, do most MMA fighters, which stands for mixed martial arts, correct? Mm -hmm. Do most MMA fighters start with jujitsu? I mean, do you, is that like a, a, a background or a cornerstone of it or no? I would say like the UFCs from like the first UFCs up until like this day and age, uh, probably wrestling, uh, a wrestling okay. background. And then um, we get into striking. And I, I know a lot of uh, a UFC, fight, like know of a lot of UFC fighters that um, started with wrestling, a lot of that. So, but there are some that come from like karate, taekwondo, and there's a lot of new fighters nowadays. You really gotta uh, look out for guys. Cause you know, there's, there's a lot of great strikers that could be great at, you know, 
take down defense and so if you're really good on jujitsu but you can't take the dude to the ground you have to strike with this guy so you know and what kind of striking do you do you train with uh just just the boxing right now uh yeah uh boxing and uh, uh train with uh canine bundridge cornelius bundridge he was a former two-time world champion uh ibf world champion and you could you could actually like uh follow him on youtube at, at canine boxing he's got a, a really cool youtube going and uh, i work with him so awesome and, and i know there's grappling and chokeholds and what's your background with all that stuff um I would say I got into wrestling at the same time as jujitsu, so I would say uh, an equal balance of both, like wrestling, jujitsu, submission, grappling. So I'd say jujitsu okay. all the way. <laughs> so okay, great. But when you're boxing, you you can't. It's it's footwork and, and traditional boxing. It's you're not using these other yeah. moves. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no. For for me in particular, I would I just go to boxing just to train boxing. I keep it very separate. Like my jujitsu training is my jujitsu training, and then down the road because i feel like i'll uh you know i uh i get good really fast if i put a lot of effort into something i could really understand it so i feel i'm gonna box for for a, uh, a little bit maybe a couple more years and get a lot of amateur fights and uh and then by the time i get into mma with the with the jujitsu i've already competed a lot and i i'll be able to go from boxing into mma and so, that's, you, so you uh, haven't had an mma fight yet nope now have you been in an, in an mma ring and fought um, uh, uh, not even not not in a not in a real fight. What in your backyard? <laughs> yeah, with your dad maybe, or, or uh, with my dad for sure, for sure. Um, but have you have you you've not done any official MMA fighting? I uh, know that's I know. a dream. That's a dream. You want to sure. do that now? Isn't now the difference between MMA and, and boxing? I mean, there's there's a lot more striking to the face, a lot more punches thrown in boxing than there is versus an MMA fight. Is that true? Um, yes. And you know. What, you know, what do you, what did your parents feel when you, when you went to them and said, Hey, I want to be a professional boxer. And, you know, you know, we, we, we've seen, unfortunately what happens to boxers and, you know, after the boxing for many, many years with, with, you know, teeth getting knocked out and brains getting injured. And what was their reaction? Um, well, I, I would say about mid, midway through high school, I kind of like got the bug to fight. I made it pretty vocal. It's just what I want to do. I right. just gave it a shot. Um, they were really, really supportive, believe it or not. I mean, of course, like as a parent, I can't imagine wanting your, you know, like your your kid wants to fight. Like that's not something that like, you know, if you love somebody, you don't want them to get hurt. Right. So so I would say like, I don't know, they're probably pretty uh, nervous, but confident that if, you know, I, if I really enjoy doing this, you know, they would give me the the chance to do it, so. And, and you know, you you um, come from a background with your dad has, has done the, the the jujitsu and fighting um, for a while, so you know it's not it's not a brand new, um, not a brand new thing for your family. Yeah, no, uh, my dad. Yeah, he he pretty much got opened my eyes to everything. I, you know, like I said, I grew up watching him on the mat every Saturdays. I would go to the uh, Warrior Way, and you know he'd be training. So I'd be seeing a lot of guys doing MMA there and jujitsu. So I, I was really inspired, like so when I saw that. He's kind of your inspiration. It sounds yeah, like. Yeah. Well, we share genetics. So I'm like, wait, if he can do it, I can do it. <laughs> so it's funny because your dad just walked in and, um, Rocky, why don't you put some headphones on him and let him scoot down to the uh, active microphone? So, Kevin, go ahead. When uh, when you actually start getting hit, is that a separator for people? <laughs> because I would think like, all right, I want to I want to fight, and then all of a sudden you get hit, and you're like, well, maybe I don't like it so much. It's uh, yeah. I mean, do some people just respond well to actually getting hit? 
Yeah, I mean, for for personally, when I'm sparring people, I I'm always like, you know, I'm being tested, the people are being tested, and then in fights, it's another story because you're really 100% trying to win that fight. Um, uh, you know, it's it's one of those things where like, if you're tired and you're getting punched, it's the worst thing in the world. So like, anybody as tough as you can come, like if you're really out of breath and you're getting hit to the body, you're getting hit to the head, you can get overwhelmed. And so for sure, that that separates I think a lot of people. Um, but, uh, I mean, I think everybody could, could fight. I think everybody no, could. I, I took a boxing class <laughs> once and, um, my first pop in the face and I had full headgear on. I'm like, okay, I take the gloves off. I'm done. I'm done I like boxing. my face too much. Um, let's bring your dad into this. Uh, Dr. Shelby Glazier, welcome to the show. Good to be here. What did you think when your kid said to you, your, your beautiful young boy, your firstborn said, uh, I want to box. I want to get punched in the face a million times. What was your first reaction? Well, he's not my firstborn, but my firstborn son. Son, that's what I meant to say. You know, um, he, he's such a gifted athlete. I mean, I've always been, you know, above average, but he, he takes it to another level. And I guess by, you know, at least the last few years watching him train and seeing how good he is, um, that instilled a ton of confidence. And what's your background with fighting? Have you ever, you know, have you ever had a sanctioned fight, or has it all just been for recreation? No, no, no. Just no. it's all been jujitsu, grappling. No, getting punched in the face was never anything right. that I wanted to do. So what I'm learning, because you know, one reason we're doing this is to teach not only us but but our listeners and watchers, is the difference between jujitsu, MMA, boxing. And um, I think we're getting a better understanding of it. I mean, the the jujitsu is just kind of recreational, uh, working out, um, rolling on the mats, and trying to get you you know try to get the other person pinned. For well, basically, what you're doing is you're using leverage. You're using the your opponents. They're using leverage to basically put your opponent in a position where they say uncle, they give up. Right. So the idea is not to hurt anyone. The idea is not to break any arms or legs. It's it's really, it's just you and another person, whether it's male or female, a lot of women compete. Um, and then when you get you, to the MMA level, that's striking the face, that's kicking, that's 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 like boxing, but it's much more... You know, well, anything that, goes. Anything goes. It, it, it is. It, it's it, it actually it, it, your fact checkers can check this, but in in mixed martial arts and MMA, there's actually never been a death that has occurred in the ring. And we know that boxing, you know, it happens almost every year, and it's it's the repetitive punching in the face with boxing. It's just you and and somebody else standing you know, in front of each other, exchanging, you know, three, 400 punches in a fight, where mixed martial arts, you have other options. You can take it to the ground. You can utilize wrestling. So the injuries that occur in mixed martial arts are way less than the, than uh, than boxing. And I'm glad he's doing the boxing, but I'll be more comfortable when he gets into the MMA. So Dean, tell us about your training schedule. Like how hard are you training? You told me at lunch last week, um, you have your second fight coming up, February 29th? 29th, yes. Good, yeah, good, uh, memory. good yeah, memory good. there. That was good. Um, so so who, who, do we know the guy's name you're fighting? Um, somebody. Somebody, Somebody's some dude. Fighting. The other guy. And, and the other guy, <laughs> the bad guy. 
And so tell me about, you know, you got about, you got about a month to train. Um, how, tell me about your training. Um, so my training right now consists of just, uh, I go to the gym around 11, 12 uh, in the morning. Pretty, pretty like simple start. I can like sleep in and everything, but uh, go to the gym. I work pretty hard. Like I'll start out with usually jump roping something to like loosen up stretching uh i love the speed bag like that's my number one tool in the gym i just love just sitting there and and doing different stuff every day and um you know i'll even get intense and put like full 18 ounce gloves on and try to hit it with the gloves just mm. to burn my arms and stuff and uh then i'll usually get in the ring move around for for at least a few rounds i probably would do closer to the fight we'll do like you know six to 12 rounds of just moving around like intense moving around shadow boxing no gloves on and then um do a lot of core to strengthen like the body for body shots and just uh when you're tired you you're like way more susceptible to getting hit to the body and, and fading in a fight which means like backing up letting the other guy build this momentum on you which is never good uh my style like i really really try to uh put emphasis on like momentum like even if you're getting hit try to like stay on your ground uh so we work a lot like of just technical boxing after that type of workout the jump rope and the speed bag will warm up then i'll start getting into like you have a coach stuff yeah uh cornelius bundridge uh canine bundridge is my okay. coach oh, that is your coach yeah and, what, uh, what about diet is it like uh, rocky with the eggs in the in the glass or <laughs> uh so the diet part i've always been really really into like nutrition so personally like a lot of boxers don't eat like how i eat and uh a lot of bodies are different but i eat mostly when i'm getting to closer to a fight i taper off into like completely a plant-based diet uh, and I try to even do a raw plant-based diet. This way I can get the nutrients and all the aminos without uh, cooking the food and kind of dehydrating it. But, you know, that's, that's, that's hard. Joel Kahn, Joel Kahn would <laughs> right? love you. Yeah. Joel Kahn, my, our, we've had him on the show, great guy, my cardiologist, um, oh, would love you. I, but raw diet, I don't even understand. But anyway, <laughs> but um, and you, you probably have to eat a lot of calories. And raw food, you probably got to eat extra. I mean, what is your parents your dad buying you tons and tons of broccoli and cauliflower and you're naming my vegetables right there uh yeah broccoli cauliflower a lot of uh fruits in the morning ish i i do i do intermittent fasting so i i do train on an empty stomach i come home around 2 30 3 o'clock that's when i eat first and uh well today i had a nice falafel sandwich waiting for me at home so i ate that but a lot of times i eat fruit to like replenish sugars and uh and vitamins and, and sugars that you really need when you're sweating a lot uh and then i'll usually eat like only two meals a day so i'll eat around three o'clock two thirty and then i'll eat like a later dinner around eight eight thirty so you're pretty focused in the in the in the weeks before a fight it sounds like yeah especially with diet like always always because I so try to clean eating, clean living, yeah, and lots of training. Lots of training. You told me at lunch you're in the 189 class for for wrestling in high school. I was okay. What are you for boxing? Uh, 178 right now. So what uh, does that mean? Does 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 your opponent have to be within how many pounds of 178 if you're 178? So if I'm 178, my last fight was a little bit different. Um, it wasn't as as organized with the weights. So I it was at 180. It was a catchweight uh, and like reached out to the dude's uh, gym that I was fighting and my like coach handles a lot of that stuff. So um, all of it actually. So he was like, yeah, you could fight at 180. And um, 
but you can, you know, like you can walk in a little bit like heavier because that's kind of like a, you get like a three to five pound kind of allowance thing, okay. but really no, you shouldn't be walking into a fight anywhere more than I feel like four pounds because you should just want to be on weight. So you're not going to walk in, he's going to be 200 pounds. I'm walking in at 178. So I'm not. So you're weighing yourself every day. Yeah, I weigh myself every day. So you're making sure you're within that. So can you can you cheat? I mean, are you gonna have a pizza ever? Or are you gonna oh, have of a? Of course, of course. So you yeah. can cheat, but then you gotta do a few extra sit-ups the next day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a little extra run. Honestly, like I I love how my body works on carbs, and so like I've been like experimenting a lot with my uh with with what I'm eating, and um, I was eating like a really high fat diet, like avocados, and uh, I was actually eating a lot of fish, um, because I do when I'm not fighting a lot, like I will eat a lot of seafood. I love seafood and eggs too. I'll eat eggs, but it's like right a few weeks before the fight, a month before the fight, I'll go plant based. So. Um, Cut yeah, all my, that out. My, yeah, my bad. What was the question? We talked about that, the Game Changers movie where all oh, those yeah. huge athletes were vegans. Yeah. Hey, did you see that yet, yeah. Kevin? Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah. You know, if I can just jump in, I just wanted to say one thing. If, if you look at the elite level mixed martial arts, boxers, whatever, one of the things that you see with the, you know, the guys that are really on top is their diets are in check. Their lifestyle is in check. And that's where he amazes me is his dedication his focus and and um just when it comes to his diet and his lifestyle um you know a lot of fighters will you know they'll just eat healthy for the you know three four months before the fight you know he does this all year round so he's physically healthier um so that's that's huge that's that's you know almost important as just being physically gifted is just eating right do you, yeah speaking of other boxers um I was at the Super Bowl last week and I saw Floyd Merriweather there with uh, his stacks of cash. Did you guys see that on the Super Bowl? No. No. So he had just, he was sitting kind of near me in a boot, in a suite and they showed him on the big uh, jumbotron with it looked like tens of thousands of dollars in cash yeah. like he was about to throw it out <laughs> well, he just made like 300 million dollars <laughs> oh, on the Conor McGregor Is that fight? who you want to be one day? You want to be... Merriweather? I don't want to be me. I want to be me, but I would, I mean, his position, like 50 and 0, that's incredible. Yeah. Like, incredible. Yeah. And people will say what they want to say about Floyd Mayweather, about like his defensive boxing runs or whatever. The dude's mastered the art of defense. And the whole point of fighting is to hit and not get hit. So, like, how right. can you? you I called know? him, did I call him Merriweather? I you called did, him the wrong yeah, Mayweather, yeah. Mayweather. Mayweather. Listen, <laughs> whatever. It shows how much yeah. I know about boxing. Although, I have seen him box in Vegas in one of his 50 oh. fights. Yeah, that was my first professional fight. But I'd love to come watch you fight one oh, day. You, yeah. We just got to find out where and when. Are you are you nervous? Were you nervous when you walked into that first uh, fight? Not the first fight, no. I, for some reason, I, well, I know why I wasn't, wasn't nervous. I was nervous, like really nervous a week before the fight. I had like this like feeling in my stomach. Like, oh, I had a cheat day before that. I ate a bunch of like chips. And I just started thinking like, this dude's trained to like kick your butt, dude. Like, what do you like? If you can put everything into it, just do it. Cause you got one more week. Cause I was training so hard. It was really new to me, like the the uh, the boxing training and how hard you really have to work to get myself down from. I was two hundred and like five pounds, two hundred pounds, and I got myself down in like a matter of three weeks of my first like starting you lost thirty boxing. pounds. Well, 
I would say I probably lost 10 to 15 pounds. Well, I thought real, you said you were 178 weight. at the fight, and you said you were 205. That's yeah. a lot of weight. Yeah, I was like 180 at my first fight because it was a catch weight. Uh, I, I was like starting boxing at 200, and within three weeks, I had my first fight. So I started boxing within three weeks, had my first fight, so I lost a lot of weight. It was a lot to like take in, too, because it's hard, hard work when you first get into it. Your body's going to like try to shut down. So that that's where the nutrition is so important, too, because – you're not feeding your body right and you're trying to overwork it your yeah. body's have so you broken any bones yet i mean do your hands my hand get, yeah. yeah yeah like i fractured uh assuming i fractured my hand before my first fight that's why i like you see me maybe playing with it. it it hurts a lot like uh i hit like the heavy bag like at the bottom just not being really smart and like uh coordinated and i heard like a pop in my hand and it was like right behind my knuckle and it didn't hurt like bad at all when it happened so i was just like whatever but then I've been training and it's probably like a small, maybe it's fracture, I don't know. But <laughs> I've broken my toes skateboarding. <laughs> That's good. That so are you excited for the second fight or nervous for the second fight? Um, No, I'm excited, yeah. You're excited? Excited. Dad, yeah. are you excited or nervous? I'm, I'm excited after seeing how well he did in his first fight, both just how calm he was and how confident he was. I don't, I don't worry about him. He, he's not going to come across anybody at this level that's going to give him a hard time. Did did you know, did they videotape the first fight? I mean, have you watched it? Have you picked up on, you know, did you have somebody analyze the tapes to say, hey, this is what I could do better, or, you know, I'm putting the weight on the wrong foot, or, you know, I let him get me in a corner, or anything, anything like that? Oh, yeah. I've watched that fight a lot, and... Um, even when I was in there, there was like a, there's a level of like as soon as the fight starts, your your adrenaline's there, so you're kind of really in tune. Especially if you get like after I remember being really conscious of where I was at, and then like I coasted like the third round happened, and I was like, that's weird. Like this fight's going by really fast, so I need to pick up the pace. Is How many rounds thinking. did it go? It was three two minute rounds. So three two minute rounds, and it's done. Done. So so there was no knockout. There was no knockout. And uh, there's probably probably not many knockouts at that level. Shelby, is that probably true? No, I, there's, there's... You think there's yeah. some? Oh, so yeah. three two-minute rounds are what amateurs um, fight. Yeah, I believe that it's usually three It's usually three minutes. Uh, three but minutes? They have like, three rounds, two-minute rounds. Yeah. No, no, no. Is it is it three-minute rounds or two-minute rounds? It depends. They call them, they'll like they'll ask your your team or whatever. Or if if it's already set in stone, it wasn't. They kind of like agreed at the fight. All right, does your fighter want to do? You know, somebody like came up to my my coach and then came up to his coach asking, "Do you want to do two minute round?" We agreed. I said whatever. It was two minute rounds that they chose. So I think that um, I want. I think he should wear a Mike Morse uh, t shirt uh, in the <laughs> ring, and I want to be the bucket guy. I I, I want to be the Paulie, uh, uh, you know, for the Rocky yeah. uh, thing. And I we can make like, it happen. Can I cut his eye open when he uh, when he gets stuck open? I mean, is there a thing there? Can I? I mean, yeah. can we talk about that? Yeah, there's right. negotiation. Well, I mean, I, I mean, that, I think that'd be fun. That would be fun. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't be that fun if you're moving. Right, if I have to cut, <laughs> cut an eye, you don't want me cutting your eye open. Oh, no. Um, but, you know, listen, that's what I know from Rocky uh, to this kid uh, doing this. I mean. Yeah, it's pretty it's, cool. It's so, uh, it's it's such, you know, one-on-one -on -one competition. And it's just all happening. I mean, there's all kinds of different sports. I mean, that that boxing is so intense and mixed martial arts is so intense i mean you must watch all the professional fights right 
Yeah, I watch a lot. The last one was what, 60 seconds or something? Yeah, no, I, a lot, I watch a Oh, yeah, the 40 second Connor fight. That was yeah. crazy. Yeah, I was, I was with my dad watching that. That was that was nuts. I was impressed. Took impressed. him out with an elbow. Shoulders. Shoulder. But yeah, I, it was interesting, right? It was I mean, weird. I was at a wedding and uh, everybody, all the people your age, were like, huddled over, like, yeah. what's going on? You know, they're yeah. like, the fight started. And they're like, they're like, the fight's over. It was like, I mean, it was I like that. Millions and millions of dollars. I mean, that's the thing. These these fights can, they can go, you know, the distance, so they could be done in 10 seconds. I mean, you know, you've got two tough guys and it's a fight. Anything can happen. I mean, but Shelby, and I guess I'm asking this to you and Dean, you know, I've met some boxers, and I had some friends who were talking about some, you know, they were with uh, Holyfield recently, and, and he's having a hard time talking. And, I, you know, these guys have, have had long careers. They've been hit in the head thousands and thousands of times. You've had one fight. But, I mean, has things changed? I mean, it doesn't feel, they're not wearing headgear. They're getting punched in the face. This is not football where they have helmets on and they're stopping the one-on-one, the head-to-head contact. I mean, does I mean, not much has changed. So what you know? Why are we? Why are, why is this safe? So, uh, well, let's just call it what it is. It's not safe. But when you have a passion for something, and you have a, a gift, um, it's it's hard to not follow that dream. So that's number one. But number two, you know, there was a, there was a debate uh, uh, with Dana White, who's the president of the UFC years ago, uh, where they talked about, you know, Muhammad Ali and how, you know, he couldn't, you know, at the later stages, you know, he developed Parkinson's, you know, that there's, there was no correlation between Muhammad Ali's health condition and boxing. Um, it's, it's, there, there just isn't. And when you look at somebody like Muhammad Ali, yeah, that there's a lot of repetitive trauma that occurs and, you know, closed head injuries is, is definitely in the realm of possibility, but, um, you know, he hasn't been hit all that much in his career and Evander Holyfield hasn't been hit all that much in his career. But again, when you talk about boxing, um, it is. It's it's repetitive getting punched in the head. Two people standing in front of each other that don't have anywhere to go except toe to toe. So that's why I would I would like to see him merge more into the mixed martial arts where there are other other options. Um, and it you know I hate to call it safer, but less injuries, less life threatening injuries occur. Less blows to the head. Less blows to the head. These are days when I'm happy that I have daughters. What about you? <laughs> yeah, well, I don't think I'd want my son boxing or doing uh, mixed martial arts. It scared me enough when he was uh, taking uh, kick returns in football, and uh, he's oh, running yeah. this way, and eleven guys are coming this way to take it's him out. <laughs> yeah, that's scary. That you yeah. know, your dad missed the the, the part yeah. of our conversation when we were talking about you know that the the smaller younger kids uh, were able to. Um, wrestle you to the ground your sophomore year, which I loved. Now that you have this confidence, um, have you been put in a situation ever, whether you're out, whether you're at school, where you know somebody tries to pick a fight with you? Um, what, what do you you know what? Now that you are, you know, you have skills that you could pretty much take care of any lay person, no matter how big they are. Um, have you had to use it? And do you think differently now in those situations if something comes up, if somebody shoves you, if somebody picks on you? Um, what, what do you, th- what are your thought, what's your thought process now? 
Um, I'd say my thought process now is the same as it's kind of always been. I've always been taught since a kid, a very young kid, if somebody lays their hands on you, you have to defend yourself, that there is no, there's no like option there. I mean, getting an adult, you know, running, whatever is, I yeah, it's like a good, a good, but if you have to do that, you have to do it. So I got into martial arts really to learn how to defend myself and in case anything happened, just got, I just fell in love with it and, um, I just love the training, the hard work and stuff. So yes, I have had to use uh, what I learned. Like I well, had to use, like I, I used what I what I learned in a, in a street altercation a couple of times since like I've been training. And uh, it worked out well for me and well for the <laughs> other guy because nobody was hurt. So uh, you, you, really you can kind of let them know that you're yeah. trained almost. You can, you, you do a couple moves, they'll know right away, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you must, right? Like, or I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't See, I need talk to, keep to him with afterwards. Me. That's, That's what I hear. I mean, when my son went through college and there'd be fights, you know, at, at parties or something like that, they immediately knew who knew what they were doing and who didn't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> who, who to go to? And it would stop a lot of fights. Yeah. Well, uh, that, that was, you know, when he was a freshman um, in, in high school, you know, you, you worry, you don't worry so much with your daughters. Um, and I have daughters as well. But you don't worry. Uh, or when he was a freshman, I kind of worried a little bit. But by the time he was uh, the end of his sophomore year and he was training and, and just, you know, taking down adults in jujitsu tournaments, you know, these are, you know, grown men in the military service and he's tying them up in pretzels. And, <laughs> you know, by the time he was a junior in high school, the last thing in my mind was him not being able to take care of himself. And, and he knows, you know, he would walk away from a fight. You know, he's confident enough where he doesn't feel that he has to prove himself, but I don't worry about him anymore. And he also has a reputation, you know, in the community, like you'd have to be stupid to want to pick a fight with him. I mean, one, he's huge and he's scary looking and he's incredibly handsome. <laughs> Smells bad. <laughs> but, you know, you'd have to be, you'd have to be crazy to pick a fight with him. Do you ever think about teaching? Not oh, yet, or not sure. yet? Oh, for sure. I Well, I love kids, like just being around, like the energy of a, a like an optimist. It's like a little kid running around who only knows what he, or him or her knows. And it's like, they're very, they're very passionate like kids. So like, I would love to work with kids when I'm older and out of the game and doing whatever. Can 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 you show me, I mean, when we stand up after we're done here, can you show me a move? Could you teach me a move if I needed to defend myself? I could definitely show you a couple moves for All sure. Right. So we'll do that, Rocky, we'll move the cameras. But uh, before we do that, thanks for, thanks for coming on the show today, Dean. Well, and I wish you the best of luck in your fight. I want you to come back on after, and I want to get some footage of it, and I want to be able. I to got show. a kid at Kalamazoo College, so I can get oh, I can get a crew there. If if there's actually a gym, I can get them. I can get you twenty kids to show up. That could be fun. That would be a lot. Shelby, of fun. are we going That'd out? Be a lot Absolutely, of fun. I appreciate that. done. Yeah. Are you nervous during these fights? You were nervous during the first fight. You know what? I, I, <laughs> I, I you were. I remember you telling me. I was, me. but only nervous. Not not that he would lose or get hurt. I was amped up, and it was a nervous energy. But I wasn't nervous about him losing or, or getting hurt. And and and, and he won. And he won. How, Decisively. How, how exciting. Yeah. That's awesome. All right. Well, thank you both for being here. Thank, thank you, you, Kevin. Bet. Thank you. And thanks for coming. Uh, thanks for watching and listening to another episode of Open Mic with Kevin Dietz and Dean Glazer and his dad, Shelby. So if you like this episode, please subscribe to our podcast and share it with all your friends. Thank you.
Right. Okay. So you coming at me here? Yeah. You, I'll come at you and you're you coming at me. I have no idea what you're doing. Okay. But you come up. Oh, okay. So you grab me real tight here. My first reaction is to get get lower and bend my knees and kind of just scrunch so you can't really get a choke in or anything. Okay. I'm gonna reach behind here and okay. grab a, like a double grip as you come out here. And this I'm is pretty much and I arm. pretty much can't do anything. Yeah, I can do whatever from, from here. Okay, so you come at me. Yeah. So I'm here. So I'm here. I'm being mean, yeah. I can't even get you. Yeah. <laughs> no, You're too yeah, big. Pull out. Yeah, <laughs> but make sure it's straight. Yeah, like you want distance from me because you don't want me to be able to come in. You just that push probably me wouldn't work very well. Yeah. <laughs> You're laughing. Thank you. Thank you. This was great.